Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, it all massively helps out and let's crack on with today's first story. I asked my boyfriend for alone time and he told me to pack my stuff and leave for good. Okay, the title does seem a little one-sided. Context, my boyfriend, 29 male, and I, 30 female, have been dating since last summer. I live alone in an apartment in downtown DC, and he lives alone in a house in Annapolis. Apologies about my pronunciation. Tried ages on that. (laughs) About 40 minutes away. Pre-quarantine, we did well splitting weekends between the two places. Once states closed for COVID, we decided it made most sense for me to temporarily move in slash stay with him in the bigger space with a yard for the dogs. As you might imagine, it had its ups and downs. We were getting a crash course and living together in a space that wasn't really mine at all. Having lots of important conversations, enjoying evenings cooking together and having wine while watching shows together. We've also been irritable due to the drastic changes in our daily routines. I've continued to work full-time from home, plus overtime due to an even busier schedule, while he is only working a half day once a week. He is bored. I'm stressed with work and finding it difficult to decompress. I'm used to slash need quiet time to myself to recharge and he likes a noisy household. TV's always on, music on top of that, chattering constantly about sports or draft statistics or things only of interest to him. I've tried saying I'm going upstairs to read or I'd just like some quiet time to myself and it bugs him that I don't want to do things that he wants. I find myself becoming more snappy and short-tempered from feeling constantly drained, which isn't fair to him. Last night, he wanted to watch the NFL draft, so I made plans to FaceTime my girlfriends upstairs while he did that. I'm used to weekly girl nights and miss them as they're also my primary support network. I've heard him downstairs complaining to his dog that I never want to hang out with him. (laughs) I just imagine the dog sat there. (laughs) After FaceTiming, I went down and sat on the sofa with him and said, Hey, I heard you talking to the dog. I came to hang out. How are your team's picks doing? He was irritable and replied, Ugh, it was quiet until you came down. I'm feeling like I can't win. Alright, getting down to the point now. I hadn't been to my apartment in over three weeks and needed to go check on it. It's not in a building, it's in a row house, and pick up prescriptions I couldn't have transferred. We were originally going to go together, but seeing this irritation with each other, I suggested I just go alone and take a night off to sort myself to recharge and come back. This morning, when I grabbed some necessities for a night to myself, my laptop because I have to work over the weekend, some underwear, face moisturizer, He got upset and said I might as well take all my stuff and not bother coming back. I tried to talk through why it was so all or nothing for him. He said I clearly 
didn't want to spend time with him or be around him so I can just go home for good and we can resume dating when the states open back up. He actually bagged up the remainder of my stuff and took it out to my car for me. Reddit. I just wanted to read in silence, get my medications, anxiety pills, water my plants, sleep in my own bed alone for a night, watch my own trashy TV shows without interruption. And now I think my relationship is over. I'm feeling frustrated that I attempted to handle this in a productive and proactive way and somehow screwed up. So, what do I do from here? And there is an edit and an update to this post as well. And as you may have already guessed, this was like at the height of the pandemic. And remember reading around that time, there was a lot of stress on a lot of relationships during it, being confined together for that amount of time, especially when you wasn't used to it and you're just discovering each other's sort of home behaviors, if you like. And to me in this one, it just sounds like he threw his toys out of a pram. It did sound like he was trying to be sort of reasonable in, with everything and, and trying to get involved with him. And you realize, you know, he wasn't particularly happy. And we all have a, a word with our pets once in a while, don't we? I often look across to Poppy when I'm reading a story and saying, bloody hell, Poppy, you won't believe what's going on in this one. She just looks at me like, get my fucking food. But to me, it sounded like, you know, he done this. And I just, it may be the way the story's written or whatever. He done this so you would purposely hear him. So you would come down and talk. And when you did come down, he then complains about you coming down. saying, ugh, it was quiet until you came down. Like you said, you can't win in this situation. And I really cannot blame you for wanting to get out of that situation, to to go and decompress, take a moment for yourself, and then come back and things might be a lot better. The alternative here is that you both stay in an irritable situation and just keep picking at each other, which is only going to damage the relationship further. And for me, and I'm going to have to come at this personally because I don't want to say break up or anything like that, but for me, this would be a bit of a wake-up call for me. You know, when you do move in with this person, this is what they're going to be like all the time. Yes, of course, behaviors change. He may turn down the music, he may turn TV off, and he may respect you when, you know, you're working from home. But is he always going to want this attention? I don't think that's going to go quickly. And is that something you're going to be able to deal with? For me, I don't think you'll be able to deal with that all the time. I like having my own space. I like my own personal time. I like doing my own thing once in a while. Sitting, reading Reddit stories, for example, is one of my favorite things to do. And I like to do that alone and just chill and read them and, and try to get what's going on. But it sounds like you don't get any of that free time. So... Let's cover a couple of comments before we move on to that edit and update. So Not So Fear says, Sounds like spending time apart is not the worst idea. Go home and decompress and let him reach out. OP replied, Exactly my plan. Currently having a glass of wine and cooking some gumbo in my sweats, playing my favorite music softly. Long Jacket replies that saying, If he does contact you, please be objective about the things he says. Gaslighting is insidious. Also try to notice how you feel. Unless you are filled with joy by the sound of his voice and is passionately sorry and says he'll take care in the future to better consider your needs, do not settle. Which OP replies, I haven't really been upset tonight. Maybe it's just because nothing has been officially decided. Despite knowing the likely outcome, but usually lack of closure in situations heightens my anxiety and turns me into a sobbing depressed mess. I'm just weirdly calm and unemotional about it. Maybe that says something in itself. And sorry to butt in here again, but it certainly feels like it's going the direction of splitting up and OP realizing that the time apart is helpful. 
when they said, despite knowing the likely outcome. And it's like when we cover a lot of these stories where people say after they get out of a relationship, you know, are so enclosed and they're on each other's back and getting each other's way, etc., etc. They say that like the fog has been lifted and it was such a good idea. I hope it does turn out that way for OP, of course. But Lagomorphine says, I'm very sorry you're dealing with this relationship stress at an already stressful time. To me, it sounds like once you moved in together, you found that you had very different needs around space. This kind of thing isn't irreconcilable, but your boyfriend seems to be experiencing your need for alone time as a personal rejection, and his response has been somewhat reactive. Perhaps he is acting up because of COVID anxieties and something you mentioned at the start of your post, but it's mildly concerning that he doesn't seem to handle your setting boundaries well. So it's up to you to decide if this is unusual behavior for him or whether there have been other warning signs that you've overlooked. From there, I think if you are interested in continuing the relationship, you'll need to have a talk with him about this behavior because left unchecked, it becomes not okay. Opie replies saying, thank you for such a helpful reply. I struggled with setting boundaries and grew up with a really unhealthy conflict dynamic in my family. It was difficult for me to set a boundary calmly before I'm already feeling it crossed. This was one of my most mature and calm attempts at doing so, thus my feeling discouraged and frustrated. He is used to getting his way. Past things we've been able to work through give me hope that he is capable of understanding and adapting but his initial reaction when he doesn't get his way in a situation is really off-putting and a trend that I don't see changing. I'm going to do some reflection this weekend. Thank you. So then another commenter asked for some more examples of how he acted and Opie replies saying, he comes from a well-off family and is, from my lower middle-class perspective, spoiled. We both lead similar lives now, but how he got here is very different. I moved away after college have been financially independent since college, put myself through grad school and worked very hard for my ambitious career and apartment in a city I adore. He works for the family company, still lives one town over from his family, gets a lot of nice perks from it all. A few specific examples. His family owns season tickets and club seats for NFL games for their team. This past fall, I was lucky enough to go to a few games with his family. His father hands him and his brother a credit card and allows them to run their bar tab for the entire game on him. One particular game, his aunt was using two of the tickets and sitting in his preferred seat, so we sat two seats over. He complained the entire time. His parents sent us hundreds of dollars worth of groceries this past week. He complained for over an hour and even called his mom about it that ground beef wasn't included, despite us having every other meat legally butcherable in the US in the freezer. He has an extra firm mattress on his bed. I hate it. Even he doesn't love it. I couldn't sleep for weeks and resorted to sleeping alone in the guest room. He was upset that I wouldn't sleep with him despite me saying I couldn't sleep on his mattress and asking if we could get a topper or somehow make an adjustment. He eventually agreed to split the cost of the topper with me, but it took weeks to get this seemingly simple resolution. He is not always selfish. He can be incredibly thoughtful and generous. A few examples of that give me one of his two-bedroom closets, making me a work-from-home space in the basement, bringing me coffee in bed some mornings, not sleeping with a TV on anymore because I can't, giving me an entire bathroom in his house to use on my own so we don't have to share. But it's a toss-up to which side I'm dealing with in any given instance. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Edited to include that I really like his family, and him being so close to them was one of the things I initially liked about him. I feel like I may seem bitter towards his family in the post. Hope he continues. I actually physically cringe every time I hear him speak to his parents on the phone. They are so generous to him and clearly just want to give him a good life and spend time with their kids. I couldn't even fathom speaking to my parents with the self-righteous attitude I hear coming from him. Then OP edits the post, which says, Wow, this post blew up. Thank you for such thoughtful and thought-provoking commentary felt really supported and seen by a lot of these replies. I'm still reading through and responding to comments but wanted to provide a quick update. Some things I keep seeing pop up. I'm home in my own apartment, alone. He is not contacting me. I spent yesterday drinking wine, cooking, listening to music softly, facetiming girlfriends, caring for my plants and reading a good book. And checking Reddit of course. I'm not crying or sad. I feel comfortable and at ease in my space again. While my boyfriend is not working, he is still being paid his full salary. While I am currently working a lot, I normally have a much healthier work-life balance. Some big deadlines happen to coincide with and be exasperated by the pandemic. It's only temporary. A few weeks of hellish hustle. I was very clear with my boyfriend before this upswing started and let him know I was going to be a lot busier and would appreciate his support extra for a couple of weeks until things settle down again. Many of you have brought up quality time. I've attempted to express my desire for quality time to him. Things as blunt as, let's hang out together tonight, what should we do, or we've been sort of coexisting, let's plan to do something together more like quality time. Perhaps I wasn't resonating with his communication style. Sometimes it would work and would have a nice dinner and watch a show together, etc. And other times it would end in frustration and not go anywhere. In regards to the mattress thing, I'm hearing all your replies about how it just wasn't important to him so he didn't want to compromise. It took my having a very dramatic, hysterical, emotional breakdown after nights of no sleep for him to realize how important it was we find a solution. That breakdown was loud and ugly on my part and not a moment I am proud of. It came after numerous, I'm really not sleeping well, I need more sleep than you do, can we work something out so I'm more comfortable, conversations. I am in therapy and I understand I am a highly flawed human with dramatic emotional tendencies as well. I do not always communicate well. I consider myself very self-aware and make concerted efforts to require my default actions to create a better life for myself and my loved ones. And finally, you are all not wrong that I have a low bar for thoughtfulness. 
It's not really something I've ever experienced in a relationship. OP then updates the post which says, well, as a likely shock to no one, we, me, 30 female and him, 29 male, broke up. It wasn't as swift as some comments encouraged. We reconciled after he insisted he hadn't meant to end things and had overreacted out of emotion. We gave it another shot, living in our own places again for a few weeks. Things went well enough, but unresolved trust issues became exasperated as I was not in his physical proximity as often and he felt insecure about the distance between us. Ultimately, a few weeks after reconciling, we ended up in another argument after dinner one night. It was once again a very disproportionate reaction to a situation that should have been more calmly communicated about. And I realized if we reconciled again, I'll be in the same position a few weeks later. It had become an exhausting cycle. We aren't in contact this time. He found the original thread I posted and was understandably hurt what I wrote and, and for not sticking up for him. I am sad, mourning, ending the relationship and feeling bad for hurting someone I care about. Frustrated that it was so messy, that it didn't work out, etc. Just taking things a day at a time and trusting that I made the right choice, which is hard when there's no answer key for, when there's no answer key for life to check against. And your most encouraging and hope restoring love after 30 stories. And from the update, from the edit and OP's comments, it was always heading in this direction, I think. And I just think it was the right decision for OP. I mean, like they said, this was a cycle that was happening time and time again. At what point do you say enough is enough? I think OP did it at the right time, of course. And of course, we only hear one side of the story. But the way that you expressed your feelings and the way that you said that you spoke to your boyfriend, it sounds like it sounds like a very healthy way to communicate. Whereas him having disproportionate reactions what you say and blowing up kicking you out in the first one like that is just wild and if it's a cycle yeah i can see that being very very exhausting but what do you guys make of this one let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to a cheeky little story and our next little story comes from our own subreddit r slash mark narration share your own little wholesome stories over there if you choose to do so it's from, and I'm going to absolutely butcher your name, so I'm so sorry, but it's from Don Sam Juan. I'm sorry. And it's called He Can Talk. I'll start by telling you about my son. He was born with cerebral palsy and has autism because of it. He is nonverbal and a wheelchair user. So, on to the story. When he was around seven, I was at my friend's house and a nephew was asking me questions about him and why he's in that chair. I explained in an age-appropriate way that he can't walk and can't talk and that's just part of who he is. This four or five-year-old little boy proceeded to go up to him and start talking and playing with toys with him. My son does his grunting, which is how he communicates and my mummy heart wasn't ready for what happened next. This boy looks up at me and smiles and says, Hey, he can talk. I smiled at him and said in his own way, and hid my face so they wouldn't see me crying. And oh boy, I cried a lot. No one has ever really understood his language, but this kid just got it. And that is an absolutely wonderful little story. Thank you so much for sharing it. I can only imagine how you felt in that moment. Shedding a little tear myself, I don't mind telling you. 
Now, as always, thank you so much to each and every one of you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in every story that you watch. It really does make the world of difference. Slowly approaching 100K, I'm getting really nervous that something might happen beforehand, but <laughs> you know how it is. You should be crazy. But again, if you have a moment of your time, if you wouldn't mind just hitting that like, subscribe and notification bell, super helps out. And if you get to the end of the video, there'll be a couple of playlists there for you. If you click on one of them, it will scroll through all the videos automatically for you. So if you're up to something, don't forget to let me know what you're up to. We'll keep playing those stories one after the other without you having to click away. Again, thank you. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a dead. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 